With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. I am recording this show live after we do after every single Houston Rockets game, preseason, regular season, and or postseason. Rockets lose once again tonight, 124-109. I am recording this show live from... Detroit, Michigan, live here on Spotify Live. I am looking for as many co-hosts as I can find this evening. If you are on uh, the show live here tonight on Spotify Live, you want to talk Houston Rockets basketball, you want to come up on stage, I am welcoming any and all Uh, callers tonight hit that request to speak button you will be brought up on stage as soon as possible I am on the east coast so it is nearly midnight already and I am a man of my word and I will bring on my first speaker of the night I told him the other night I would bring him up on stage let's get right to it Ryan from the west coast what's up man 
How you doing, man? How, how you still uh, on your trip? Are you back home, or what's going on with that? No, man. I am in uh, Detroit for Dolphins uh, Lions. So they didn't win. The Dolphins didn't win, right? That was a tough game. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins did win. So good. Yeah, good win for the fans. Were you able to catch the game tonight, or no? I did. No, I watched. I watched nearly the entire game. Rockets lose tonight, one twenty four, one oh nine. Dropped to one and six. No, the they battled. They did for a while. They kept up with the Suns for quite some time. Um, Garrison Matthews I mean, seems to be finding a shot again, which is important. Yeah, um, and, I, and I mean, Josh Christopher found thirteen minutes tonight, which I thought was important. Um. You know, it's. Right. I, I think it's interesting. And Ryan, I, I brought you on stage just ASAP, but there were there were a couple things that I want to get to. Go ahead. Um, number one, I think it's <laughs> it's very important to note that, and I'll point this out just like I do a lot. People, I got a multiple tweets to me at Mike Brown underscore twenty twenty after our latest show on, what was it, Friday? Well, I was pissed, man. Like, I'm pissed at the performance of the Rockets. And people, you know, we watch, you know, who listen to the show on Friday. First of all, thank you. Second of all, a couple people were like, Mike, you sound so angry about the performance (laughs) of the Rockets. You know, why do you have to be so angry? What, you know, screaming and hooting and hollering and doing all these different things. And I'm like, because I'm mad. You know what I mean? Like I'm upset. Like I'm 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 upset about the performance of the Rockets. And you know, like it's just Brian, um, I mean, you've been a fan, you know, of the show for, for multiple years now. Like I'm not gonna no, no, hide no. who I am. I'm not gonna sugarcoat who I am because some people don't like the way it comes across. And I mean this with all due respect. Well, I, I mean, encourage you. Well, I appreciate I that, brother. You. But I'm just saying, like, for people who are listening to this show, not only tonight, but moving forward, if I'm not for you, then don't listen. Like, period. Like, I'm not going to apologize for the shows that I do. You know? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for the way right. I feel about <clears throat> this team. I'm not going to apologize for being outwardly frustrated with their performance. Like tonight, you know, right. I, I watched, I would say 95% of the game tonight. Did they keep it close? Yes. They got beat by better talent in the fourth quarter. Yep. Like they lost tonight because yeah. they went up against talent that was simply better right. than they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. I mean, and like, the way I look at it, brother, like, I, I I I liked what I saw from the Rockets tonight. Kevin Porter Jr. twenty six points. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Jalen Green right now. You know, five of eighteen from the floor, fifteen points. He had two assists. He had one rebound. I ain't gonna cut it, man. Um, Jabari Smith eight I, points. I don't, like that's not gonna cut it either. See, I don't, I don't know if I'm worried about Jalen Green. I'm just I'm I'm more worried about Jabari Smith right now than I am Jalen Green. Well, I mean, he's seven games into his NBA career. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not worried about Jabari. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Like, I don't look at, I don't look at tonight, and I'm like, okay, he's struggling. 
I look at it and I'm like, they need to get him more involved. Like eight shots is not enough. You know, and Eric Gordon didn't, you know, and Eric Gordon didn't play tonight, which I love. I love that. Where's Bruno? Well, Bruno's hurt. I mean, Bruno's hurt. I mean, Garuba, Garuba was special tonight, you know? And when I say special, I don't say like all worldly special. When I say special, I'm talking more like he did exactly what you want him to do tonight. Like he did exactly what we've been clamoring for, which was get into the game, high energy, you know, getting his, um, getting involved in the game to a level where you're like, okay, he's impacting the game on enough of a level that you say to yourself, okay, like this is why they drafted Garuba. He had three points and seven rebounds tonight. Jabari had eight. Jay Sean Tate had nine points, five rebounds. Jabari was okay tonight. He was a minus 11 in 30 minutes. Shangun had 16 points and nine rebounds, six of 10 from the field. I, I wouldn't say Shangun had a great game. Like, I wouldn't. You know, like he continues to just be, he's a jag. He's just another guy to me. Like, Shangun is not special. You watch the game tonight, it sounds like, Ryan. Is that is that accurate to say? I did. I had the football game on and the uh, okay. <clears throat> game on at did the same Alper time. Did Alperin do anything in your eyes to impress you? As a um, you know, just as a guy watching the game. I've seen better performances out of him. I don't like I don't like that he takes the deep shot right now because it's not consistent. So I wish he would wait. I, I wish he just keep with the inside game because that's where he's he's best and more consistent in the paint. So, well, there was a play. There was a play. What four minutes left in the game? Four to five minutes left in the game, if I'm not mistaken, where he took a three and missed it, then came back, fouled Biombo on a hook shot. Biombo made the hook shot and then made the free throw mm-hmm. three point play and then the Rockets went down what like eight points at that point yeah they started breaking away because yeah. Cam Johnson had a night yeah Cam Johnson 19 points 7 rebounds Kel Bridges 15 points you know Chris Ball 10 points 15 assists Devin Booker had 30 points Uh, <laughs> you know like the thing about it is you know, Jock Landell for the, you know, for the Suns tonight, 23 minutes, 16 points. He had seven rebounds. Like, if you're a Rockets fan, you know, the fact that Jock Landell went for 16 points tonight, you guys aren't upset about that. So I'm going to, you know, in all honesty, like, I'm not going to come on here, Ryan. I'm not going to. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to get upset about the performance tonight necessarily because the Rockets fan base, it sounds like, doesn't respond well to that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's sad, you know, because it's, it's sad to say that, fa- you know, our <clears throat> fan base doesn't get fired up and passionate. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like we tried it, yeah. You know? But as far as as, as far as the Rockets go, you guys, you, you guys still have the Astros to look forward to. So I mean, you, you have a distraction. I mean, that's fair. 
I mean, Astros, you know, <laughs> you know, they go, they go back tomorrow night, you know, for, for game three, Ryan, do you have uh, any final thoughts before we move to our next speaker of the night, brother? Um, would you have uh, been interested in, uh, in Josh Primo if he wasn't going through his, his situation? He was just released. Yeah. In all honesty, man, I think Primo, that's a, that's a situation that, I'll be honest with you, I'm not entirely comfortable talking about for the simple fact that I know that there are some things that have come out. I know why he was released. When I say I know why, I look at, you know, the stories about why he was released. Um, I'm not I'm not all that comfortable just making a comment on it. You know what I mean? Like, you no, know, I hear our position, I feel like the Rockets are pretty set between KP. Isn't he? I thought it was, was a forward, but I could be no, wrong. No, he's a guard. No. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, my my co-pilot, you know, Jeremy Brenner has, has talked about positionless basketball. Do I like Josh Primo as as an athlete, as a as a prospect? Yes. Um, if I'm the Rockets, would I add him to this roster? No, uh, I I don't feel like he's worth the the roster spot at this point, especially when Ty Ty Washington comes back. So. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back on, on his way back soon. And then, lastly, yeah. dude, at least we're playing better than the Lakers. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean that's that's entirely fair, man. I I think that you know tonight was a night that um the way I feel about tonight is Rockets lose by fifteen. The Rockets lost the right way tonight, if that makes sense. Do we have a yeah. Very, very hard schedule these first 10 games. So I mean, yeah. the schedule, the schedule is ridiculously tough, you know, and going to Phoenix tonight, yeah. you were, you were in the game until the fourth. You played without Eric Gordon. Does Bruno Fernando make a difference tonight? I don't know. You know, the Rockets had 49 rebound. They out rebounded Phoenix tonight, 49, 36. The Rockets from the three point line shot 11 of 34. You know, Phoenix was 12 of 40. Tonight was more of a talent issue. You know, what do we go our next our next five games? Who do we have? Uh, next five games, the Rockets play at the Clippers uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Jeremy Brenner will be with you guys here on Spotify Live tomorrow. Uh, the Rockets play versus the Clippers at home, so they do that really weird, funky uh, home and home. You know, with the with the Clippers. Um, Monday, Wednesday, then they have at Minnesota, at Orlando, at Toronto. That's their next five. Okay, so maybe Orlando. Yeah, I mean, in that five, I mean, you hope to go two and three, I think. You know, you look at, yeah, you know, realistically, you're probably going to go one and four. So, anyway, right. Yeah. Dude, also, also, sorry. You're good. I don't, I don't like what Steven Sounds is. There's no, there's no, Playbook, dude. There's just basic basketball with Steven Silas, and it's not working. Well, I'm, well, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, it it's one of those things, brother. That like I, I look at the team right now, and I say to myself, "There's one part of the fan base that Steven Silas is making happy, and it's the they hope that the Rockets lose as many games as as possible. You know, they're one they're." You know, they're one and six. And that's what and that's what it is. You know, we're seven games into the season. And 
they're doing exactly what the majority of the fan base thought they would do and hope that they would do, which is lose games. That's not, you know what I mean? Like, that's not me. That's never going to be me. I'm never going to do these shows with, with, you know, the, our incredible listeners like you and, you know, like Sean and Corey and, and all these guys, you know, that listen to this show. Like, I'm never going to hope for losses. You know, I'll talk about the losses. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I'll talk about the fact that they're they're losing these games, but I'm not going to get excited about it. You're not going to hear me coming on the, you know, the fan base and, and saying, you know, hey, we lost. Congrats. You know what I mean? So, Ryan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, my brother. My brother. Um, co-host of the Dream Take, my man, Jeremy Brenner. Hey, Jeremy, we're on the same uh, time zone right now. For the first time, I would say, in the history of doing the show. What's up, bro? I think this is the first time we're both on the East Coast, for sure. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, sorry, I meant that on the, on the East to my Coast. coast. I'm telling you, man. My zone, my time zone. Yeah, and we're doing this almost Monday morning. Almost happy Halloween. Yeah, it's oh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Almost. I' gonna be for Halloween, Mike. uh, I will be almost thirty-two years old since my birthday is on Tuesday. So that's that's, and happy early birthday to you. Thank you, brother. Um, no, man, just hanging out, enjoy. First of all, Detroit. You don't got. uh, I do not. well, I'm, I'm dressed up as an Astros fan tomorrow night since they uh, they do have Game Three of the World Series tomorrow night. So, well, uh, the Hebrew Hammer, our, our people, uh, Alex. Bergman. Okay, that that's fair. I'll yeah. that. If it wasn't a World Series game, though, I would uh, uh, I would have to ding you. <laughs> well, I would be a, I would be a dreidel on a Tuesday if. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Force. I I was. Um, have you seen Only Murders in the Building? Uh, I've seen references to it, but I have not seen it. No. Okay, so that's who I was for Halloween. I was Martin Short from Only Murders in the Building. Okay. And me and my two roommates, we were a couple. We were like a throuple costume. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll send you you pictures after this. Um, Uh, I look forward to it. We we like the two of them got it a little bit more authentic to the character than I did, but I'm still really happy with it. Um, I want to see it. No, for sure. I want to see it. Yeah, no, highly recommend. Not okay. a sponsorship, but um, but a sponsorship. If you, Hulu, <laughs> if you got Hulu, only murders in the building. Uh, highly recommend. It's an easy binge. Two seasons, thirty minute episodes, all of that. Um, but okay. I guess let's talk about the basketball now. Um, yeah, let's talk, let's talk Houston Rockets basketball. It's been a it's been a while since um since I've done a show. I haven't done a show on my own since um since the milwaukee game i believe um so we've had a couple of games but i mean look one in six obviously is not what you want to see um but i think there's a lot of positives that um we can take away tonight and i i'm sure you you mentioned it at the beginning of the show um i was i was in the shower so i couldn't i couldn't pay attention to that part but um you know look at the teams that we've played so far okay um it's fair. Look at, That's a good point. You look at they played Phoenix on the road. They played um they played Milwaukee on the road. They played Memphis at home. And they played Memphis well at home, might I add. They played Atlanta on the road. All of these teams are good teams. So I I understand fans and their 
um, like frustration. Like, look, I, we've talked about games that, you know, like how are they going to be classified? And like Portland as well, another good team, even without Damian Lillard. They, they've they been one of the best teams. Look, Portland and Phoenix, the last two opponents we played, they're at the top of the West right now. So honestly, I, I think the Rockets have gotten really unlucky with the scheduling. And I think that that might be part of why the games are where they are. I think I said um, on the last show that I did, um, I looked at like the next month of the season, all of the games in November, and it's going to be really hard to get wins in this first month, not because of the talent on the roster, but look like this is a real test. Like this first month is a real test for the Rockets. And I think while teams are trying to figure each other out, like the Clippers are trying to figure each other out, um, this will be a good chance for the Rockets to maybe sneak one of those games in. But at the same time, uh, you have to put into mind that they are playing most of these games on the road and they're playing against teams that are really good. So uh, as much as the record is disappointing, I, I, want, I take it with a grain of salt. And I hope that uh, fans can see it the same way. Well, I want to I wanna, I wanna touch on what Nelson's saying in the chat because to be very fair to Nelson, I'm with him 110%. He says, at the end of the day, the Rockets will get outcoached every night. He's not wrong. You know, Jeremy, like, he's, he's not wrong. Well, and the thing about the schedule is the schedule is the schedule. But we're now in year three of this. And I don't know how much of Friday Night Show you listen to, but I had a, I had a little back and forth with a listener of the show. First of all, thank you to that listener. He didn't vibe with my anger after the game on Friday. The Rockets looked terrible on Friday. They just didn't look, they don't look ready to play. Jalen is Jalen. Like Jalen is playing well, but he's not taking that step forward that we all wanted him to take. Jeremy, I'm going to say this, and and I want you to either agree with this or disagree with this. This roster, as bad as it is overall by NBA standards, is still underperforming because of coaching. Because Steven Silas cannot get him better, man. Like, Steven Silas is not the right guy for this, this team. He just isn't. I'm not going to totally disagree with that because there are truths there is a lot of truth to what you have just said um i will say though that i think the the teams that they're playing are just better teams and when you're walking in on a in a game when you have the inferior team it's not easy to win and while the games have been questionable you know it's just like i think people tend to forget that this is still a very young group. It's a group that's trying to figure out a lot of like how they fit into the offense versus how they can shine and compete for, uh, for minutes. I think that might be part of the issue that the Rockets are uh, going into right now. But the thing is, if you take Steven Silas away, and I've used this argument before, but I still think that it applies to the situation. 
I don't think there's really like another coach that would immediately turn this around. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that Steven, like if Steven Silas is the problem, then you can replace him with someone that would in completely fix it. And I really don't think that that's the case. I think there's a problem with coaching, but I also think there's a problem with the roster as well. And the problem with the roster is they're just not good enough yet. There's a lot of potential. Obviously we know, but this team is still really young. Most of these guys were drafted in 2020 or later and 20, like that, that's, that's how young this roster is. Majority of the guys that played tonight are guys that made their debut after COVID or in the, in the COVID year. So I really am not looking at each game thinking we're going to win because we just don't have the experience. There's no, like, like look at Chris Paul, for example, right? I'm going to go back to Chris Paul because um, I think he, what he was able to do in Phoenix and what he was able to do in Oklahoma City with those teams shows kind of where they are. Um, but you look, at, you look at OKC, what they were able to do in the bubble, right? That team had no business being where they were. But because Chris Paul, a veteran guard, was there, he was able to um, – he was able to kind of, you know, lead the way and he made the players around him better. And I don't think that Kevin Porter has figured that part out of his game yet. And that's okay. Like, like that's not like, it's, it's a lot harder to get Kevin Porter to that point without him go getting through that or whichever next guard it is. If it's scoot, if it's someone else, if it's, you know, you know what I'm saying? You don't have a player well, that I makes mean, the players around them better. That's what I'm trying well, to say. Well, yeah. I mean, I hear you. You you don't have a – And it's not – it's there's, a team, there's, it's there's, a team there's, of players that are still trying to figure it out. And because they're trying to figure it out, it's not always going to lead to a win. And that is the hard part of watching a team like this because there is a lot of potential. There is a lot of, like, excitement surrounding the team. There's a lot of individual talent. No, there's No, there's not. I don't agree. I, do I don't agree with that. You don't think there's a lot of individual talents? No, no, no. I don't think there's a lot of excitement. No, there's a lot of individual talent. There's not excitement around the team. Well, there's excitement surrounding those talented players. There's excitement no, there's around not. Kevin Porter and what he can be. There's excitement around Josh Christopher mm. and what he can be. There's excitement wait, 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 wait. what he you, can be. You, you want to talk about Josh? He, Josh Christopher hasn't even played the last two games because – Silent. But you see what he did tonight. Like that, like I'm saying, I thought Josh Christopher had a good night. So like, that's what I'm trying to, that's he what did. I'm trying to get at is there's uh, excitement surrounding but players, what? but as a team, it's not an exciting group to watch together because there's not one person that's making players around him better. So why is Christopher not played the last two games? I genuinely think that it has, <laughs> it's, to so, do, it's so bad. I genuinely think it has to do with a couple of reasons. One I think they are trying okay. to figure out if he's going to turn a corner before Ty Ty gets healthy. And if he doesn't, then I think Ty Ty will get those minutes later on in the year and they'll find either the G league for Knicks or, or they'll just wave him. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, number t- I, like that's, that's my, in my opinion, that's the biggest reason behind why Dacia Knicks gets minutes over Josh Christopher. And I think they're starting to realize that Dacia Knicks, <laughs> is just not part of the long-term solution. It's just not going to happen. But come um, on. 
But you know what's you know what's so sad though is that writing has been on the wall since he entered the league. And but you and I, and you and I, is hurt though, Mike. No, no, no. I'm not talking, talking about Ty. Ty. Hurt, it's like you got to give those minutes to someone. And and yes, I would look. I, I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to like say this is my stance. I'm just trying to give some some form of reasoning that I'm just I'm just spitballing and guessing at this point, right? No, for I sure. Yeah. There's no reason, though. There's no reason that that Christopher should not get 25 minutes a night plus. I agree. The dude, the dude makes plays. But I also think makes that there's reasons. Like, I think that's the reason why Dacia Nix takes some of Josh Christopher's minutes. I think that um, Garrison Matthews helps with spacing, and they still like the idea of that. And I also think that they are, like, they're a lot more patient with how things are going than fans are. Because with fans, you know, it's like they like obviously fans want to win. You want to win. I want to win. We all want to win. And like because the Rockets are synonymous with the Rockets don't over the past. The Rockets don't. They don't want to win. Well, it's it isn't. Yeah, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna convince me of that, fam. You you won't. They well, Mike. If you don't want to win, then don't play the games. Then they're not. Come on, man. You honestly, you you will not sit here and tell me that this organization wants to win games. The way that they are Mike, coaching macro, this roster. Macro versus micro. Macro versus micro. Mike. Come on, man. Macro Come versus on, man. micro. You tell they, me. They're a, chicken, like, they're a chicken running around with the head cut off. Look, this roster. Look, this thing, team. Mike, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they wanted to win games this year, at the beginning of the season, they would have said, our goal is to win an NBA championship. They didn't say that, mm. though. They say this year, mm. their goal is to make every night the other team earn the win. And I think tonight, I think tonight, look, Phoenix, I, I think that's a good team. I, I think it's a, it's one of the better teams in the league, I would say. And I think Phoenix mm-hmm. had to earn their win tonight, and they, they did in the end. They they jumped out to the largest lead they had in the game at the very end of the game. There was a point, like the Rockets, there was a chance there early in that fourth quarter where you could say, hey, maybe the Rockets can steal this one. Like, like I really don't think that it like tonight was like the end-all, be-all. I think tonight was a step – forward versus what we saw maybe in Utah and in Portland. I, I do. I think um, like if you had to file some of these games, like the last two games I'm filing under uh, just bad losses tonight. I'm filing it under not terrible loss. I'm going to. No, it was, it wasn't. Listen, it wasn't a terrible loss, but my thing is Jeremy, how many more of these conversations are you and I going to have to have? And it's not you necessarily. It's everybody else because it's just excuse after excuse. After when is the corner going to, and that, that no. is something that it's, you and but I it's, don't have the answer to right now. And that can be really frustrating because, um, because you never know, but, but look, I mean, Hey, we, we don't you know. And I, we genuinely don't know. It could be, like a year from now, and if the Rockets have Wemby, and we're like, then the team totally changes. And if you and if the Rockets do get Victor Wembanyama, and I feel like we can have this conversation right now, because given how the first seven games have gone, there is a chance that at the end of the season the Rockets might be in the Wemby sweepstakes. So, if you get Victor Wembanyama, if, 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 but that's what this whole season comes down to. Not necessarily. I don't think him, need, him, him or Scoot. I don't think him or Scoot. Victor Wimbanyama. I think you would like to have 
obviously you would love to have Wembanyama or Scoot, but if you if you Those don't get either of them, well, I don't think your season is think, a total waste. No, the season no, is a because total there's waste. there's yes, more talent is. outside of those two, but obviously those two are in mm. two tiers ahead. I, I say Vic is in his own tier, Scoot is in his own tier, like just below him, and then there's a lot of really good players. One in one day, like the Thompson twins, I really like. I really like Nick Smith as well. well we can talk more about these yeah. prospects as the season goes on, but I, I genuinely think that. The, the pieces just aren't fully there. And part of it is the pieces that they already have are not as large as they need to be. And there are some pieces that are not currently on the roster. And that's okay. We're not expected to win this year. So, like, if we were expected to win this year and we needed to win this year, I would be maybe a little bit more, let's press the panic button. But this whole season, Mike, just like last year, I hate to say it, is kind of the same like i they but here's the thing and and i'll continue to go back to this because people continue to bring it up jeremy then you know what the fan base should take a vacation they shouldn't they shouldn't be subjected to this they, no one's they shouldn't no they, sh- they shouldn't no be subjected asking to people to ro- watch rocket games like that's like no one's asking people to do that no what you're 100 right so okay so we're on the same page then stop sending out emails to go to games. I'm not paying for your parking. I'm not paying for your beer. I'm not paying for your food. I'm not paying for your jerseys. I'm not doing any of that. Then don't. I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, Are you, but let me ask you this. Okay, two-prong two question. Are you going to, and should fans do it? That's my question to you. Those are my two questions to you, actually. Well, I'll say this. Um, I am going to a Rockets game soon, um, but I am okay. going as a media member. So, well, that's uh, well, I mean, I, okay, that's the thing is, like, I it's hard for me to answer that question as someone that is a media member just because I, ever since I've we should go get we'll like, go get a dinner media person, like, or a journalist, I should say that's probably a better word term for it. Um, like, I am a like, I am a journalist and I see things, that's fair. but obviously, of course, I have this Rockets fandom that I've had since 2004. So it's a it's twenty years of relationship I've been with these rockets, and um, as much as I and I will say, like I thought about it earlier today, I'm like, you know, because look, obviously, like I've been doing more work outside of the rockets with basketball, with football, and it's really tough. And like I do for every team that I cover, like I do have like an attachment towards each one, even though I'm not necessarily a fan of it, but. Of course, I, I root for them and hope for their success. But at the same time, if they don't have success, like, I'm going to call them out on it. And I feel like I do that with the Rockets, too. But maybe I do that with a little bit more of, like, a heart than a mind. But I'll say this. Like, do I have the same emotional attachment with this team that I did, say, the Harden years or the Yao and T-Mac years? Um, I don't know. But I, I look, I'm – I still turn I still tune in every game hoping that they win. So I do think that I I that fan in me is still there. And I, I think that while it may not be as exciting of a team, and I think a lot of this too, I think genuinely, Mike, I, I genuinely think the fact that the Astros are at the peak of where they are right now is kind of weighing on some fans. Is is weighing on some fans because um it doesn't have anything because, to do with because the Rockets. They see, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with the Rockets. It has nothing to do with it. And they're like, "Well, why can't my team have it?" 
No, it's not I, that. I, I think that people may not necessarily think that right away, but in the back of their conscience, they do. I, I do. No. Like, I, I, I do. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. Why can't it come down to the simple fact that the Rockets front office, until I'm proven otherwise, has a below-average GM and an awful owner and a one of the five worst coaches in the league. They have a bad and coach, bad is, GM, bad owner. You're not going to win anything the with thing those. Is, the thing is, all of that is true, or it's subjective, I should say. But in your in your mind, it's true. But at the same time, you're still going to come back and talk about the game. And you and I, well, it's, not, it's, I it's not about it's not about that. You're still going to care. You st- you still care. No, but I here's see the you thing: with your R on your chest. And your rocket shirt and your red jacket and your red hat and your America pants. Like, Mike, that is that is still you, even with all the losing and even with all of the frustrations that this team may bring. That is still you. And But that's that's a team that's that's a fan, I'll be honest with you, from seven years ago. Not seven, I think it was, right. I think it was five years ago. But I will tell you this very transparently and very open and honest with you and everybody listening to the show right now. If I was not working for the Dream Shake, I would not watch this thing. I I wouldn't spend two and a half hours on my vacation watching this team if I did not have to. They don't deserve deserve the fandom of the diehard fans. They don't because it's a crappy... They have to earn it. They They have have to to earn earn it. It's a crappy roster. It's a crappy roster managed by a crappy coach led by a crappy GM, led by an even worse owner. That's the way I feel. That's it. That's me. I'm not saying and, that, and that, that, I'm not saying that entitled, I said. And you're entitled to that opinion. I personally think that. But I, that's why I say I wonder where the rest of the fan base is with it. That's and, the way I, I feel about I think, it. I think there's a whole lot of people on the entire spectrum. And the reason why, like, your, you, our, our dynamic works is because we usually don't have the same opinion. I feel like our show would be a lot more boring if we just agreed on everything. But oh, 100%. Like for me, 100%. as a fan, I'm disappointed that the Rockets have not won very many games in the last three years. Um, I thought they'd be better and, this and year. Maybe my journalism and where that's taken me has has maybe diminished like the the radical fan in me. I don't know because I do look at things from an objective point of view as well as a subjective point of view absolutely like, like there's, a, there's a mix there so sure. i'm not necessarily like i i'm a diehard but i'm a different kind of diehard i'm gonna i'm right. gonna steal that because i like i like that like it's finally like <laughs> put it I do me a favor put that on a t-shirt and i would buy it different kind of diehard i love it yeah. um but i'll say this like obviously you want to win i'm disappointed that they're not winning i'm disappointed that Jalen green isn't playing up to his standards I'm disappointed that uh, Steven Silas has, you know, not shown that he can, like, he's not proving that he can win with this group yet. Um, and I don't right. know if, I don't know how much blame I'm willing to put on him for that. I think that I, I disagree with your statement that Rafael Stone is a crappy GM. I think everything that, I think he was dealt a really difficult hand uh, in force to being, to having to trade. Russell Westbrook and James Harden when he had to. Uh, but I, I do think that he did the best that he had to do. Look at 
look at the Ben Simmons package. Like, like I think our team would be a whole lot worse if Ben Simmons was here going, you know, one for eight every night with, you know, like half of the defense that he used to have. So I'm going to say that I believe that Rafael Stone has made the right moves up until this point. It's up to him, though, to draft the right players. And when we get to a point to where we feel that we can contend, trade some of these excess picks, go and get yourself a guard like a Chris Paul who does make the players around him better and go for it. And I think that, and obviously we don't have a whole, we don't know what the future holds, but it's going to take time. And I, I like, I don't know how else to say it. And that, cause that's the thing. It sucks. It sucks that we have to wait for this good team to come again. But I do think that the Rockets, like if you look at the teams in the league, like Mike, I'm going to ask you this. Would you rather be the Rockets right now yes. or the Lakers who owe Russell Westbrook all this money, who can't find a trade partner for him without attaching unprotected picks, who don't have a pick for the next three or four years, whose team is rotting with a 39-year-old LeBron and a, you know, hobbled AD that haven't won a team yet. Well, that team, but it's not about now. Or the net to have had, you know, problems. I'll tell you this. that, That team, hold on, but that team won a title. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you asked me that question. Right now, yeah, I take the Rockets. But they, they got Russell Westbrook after they won the title, and they got Russell Westbrook to get another title. But that's the thing, is that if you ask me, would I rather be a fan of either or? Lakers won a title within the last five years. Yeah, but I think this Lakers team is different than that. No, for sure. sure. No, no, no. But I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying, like... AB era, but I think that them trading s- was a sign that this is a new team and we're going to go for it again. Um, but 100%. I'll say this, like, the state of the Rockets right now is better than the state of the Lakers, the state of the Nets, and the state like I like and, and look, I could go through all of the teams in the league and tell you this team has a bright future, this team does not. But the Rockets are up there among the teams with a bright future, but not fully realized yet. And that's just the nature of the beast. And I don't know how many losing seasons it's gonna take. I really think that Jalen Green is going to be on the next Rockets playoff team. I really think that uh, Kevin Porter has a great chance of being on that next great Rockets team. And I think there are players like Tari Eason, uh, Josh Christopher, Alperon Shingun. Like, I really do think that they are – like, I don't think every single one of these players are going to be on the next great Rockets team. But there are bits and pieces there that it, – it's like it's like watching a plant grow. It's like – like you get to see – or like a, a child, you know? You watch him as a little kid, and then you, you see him grow and become who he is to be. So – This is Nelson, what I will no, say. Honestly, I'm not drunk. Like, this is just if – you've, if you've listened to the show, Nelson's in the chat right now, and he has disagreed with almost everything yeah, that I've said, which is fine. But at the same time, like, you yeah. know, like, I'm not – I don't think I'm acting very different in this episode compared to episodes of the past. So, uh, you no. know, if you're, if I'm no. making your ears bleed, you don't have to listen. So, um, I yeah. mean, that, that's, I mean, we've, we've gone 350 episodes, so you've probably heard of us at one point. Um, and if yeah. I've made your ears bleed in the past, I apologize. Um, and by, and by the way, we're going to be here for 350 more because you and <laughs> you, you and I, what I love about our dynamic, we'll never apologize for our standpoints you know we are who we are 
If the Rockets you, win the title, that's when we end the podcast. Well, that's right. Yeah, you know, we go out on <laughs> we, we go out on top. Like twenty five years from now, like once we win the yeah. title, once all like, of, hopefully like Dusty Baker will. But yeah, one hundred percent. What I will say before we wrap the show up is, it's we're seven games into the season. We've got what another seventy five games this year to go. There's a lot of frustration on a lot of different fronts right now. I don't know how it pans out, Jeremy. I don't know what this results in. I don't know why Josh Christopher did not play the last two games. He makes this team better. Like They're a better team with him. I think the main takeaway tonight is um, there's going to be some stressful games, but I do think that um, there are some forms of optimism that I'm looking forward to seeing um, 100%. In, in tomorrow's game against the Clippers. Maybe we can steal a game in LA. Yeah. Jalen can, yeah. you know, get back, get on, back track. on his thing. Like, I don't know if Kevin Porter will play. I hope he does. And if he doesn't, then I don't like our chances as well um, or as much. Um, but maybe that means more Josh Chris for a minute. 100%. I think this is a phenomenal place to place the rocket ship. Thank you all so much for listening tonight. If you are on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. You can follow the mothership of the Dream Take at the Dream Shake, or excuse me, at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co pilot on Twitter, Mr. Jeremy Brenner at, at Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. You can follow my co pilot, Michael Brown at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, make sure to search the Dream shake and if you follow all of those accounts make sure finally to check out the dreamshake.com every day that ends in y for all things houston rockets all the time jeremy alluded to it before make sure to check him out tomorrow on the post game on spotify live after the rockets take on the los angeles clippers tomorrow night in los angeles once again your very unhappy unhappy final from Phoenix tonight, the Rockets lose 124 to 109. I'm Mike Brown. That's Jeremy Brenner. Until tomorrow night, Rockets fans, go Rockets.